we only see what we see, which means that we only see whatever is begilui. But, as I just mentioned, under any layer of Gashmis that we see, there is Ruchnias, there is a Kayachaluki that is Mehave, everything. That is not, is not seen by us, but nonetheless, it's there. Kriyas Yamsuf was such a situation in which the Ebishter revealed whatever was hidden. Not only the one aspect of Kriyas Yamsuf, which is that they went, they walked on dry land crossing the sea. Good, that was a great ness. But it was also the idea of being able to reveal Alma de Iskassia, the hidden world, and this is indeed what the Midrash tells us, that even a maidservant was able to say, greater Giluim, even the Masa Merkava. How they merit? Well, as we mentioned uh, last uh, year, the time of Yitzhak Mitzrayim was the time of Giluim Milemailo. So, Niglo Aleh Melech Malcha Amlach Mekadosh Bochu Gyalo. So, it was the time for Giluim. The ultimate Kriyas Yamsuf, the ultimate Yitzhak of Mitzrayim, you know, the last step in their, in their exodus was indeed Kiras Yamsuf. Because until then was Mitzrayim running after them. We could say that until the Yidin saw, till they crossed the sea and the Mitzrayim were completely wiped out, there was still a fear of Mitzrayim. So we could say that Kiras Yamsuf was the completion of Yetzias Mitzrayim. Pegashmias, in the sense in which the Yidin were no longer worried about the Mitzrim running after them. And Beruchni is that this was the ultimate Gilui of the Gilui of Alma Discassia. Keeping this in mind, it will help us understand different Inyonim that we will see uh, that are connected to Kiras Yamsuf. And not only to this Kiras Yamsuf, but to other situations that are similar. When it comes to Kriyas Yamsuf, it says that at the morning, the ocean went back in the morning to its strength. And the Midrash tells us it means not to his strength, but to his condition. That they made a condition with Kriyas Yamsuf, with the Yamsuf. When he created the world, he told the Yamsuf, you are going to open up when the Yidden are going to need to cross it. And if you open it up, if you split, and the Yidden will cross it, very good. If not, I, I am not going to let you exist. In other words, the, the Yamsuf was created with a condition, and the condition was that when the Yidden need to cross, they will cross. If the Yamsuf did not um, fulfill his condition, the Yamsuf would have been dried out. Why did he need so much convincing? Like, didn't Hashem have to ask the water? Well, there was no, I, I wouldn't say there was an arm twisting going on. It was just a condition made, you know. Listen, I'm creating you. There's a lot of water in here. But you should know when they didn't need it, you better split. And if you don't, so then... It's as if you don't exist. Um, that's a midrash that says, I mean, you see Rashi brings it also to the word Leisanoi. So, um, 
we have a very similar story. With Rabbi Pinchas ben Yair, and that is in the story that uh, you have in front of you, Maseches Chulin, Davzayin, Amud Aleph. There is a little dot in the margin, about two-thirds from the bottom, you see it? My behamtam shel tzadikim, what does it mean that even the animals of tzadikim have a great merit? So, it tells us the story, Rabbi Pinchas ben Yair, Avakazi, Lepidian Shvuim. Rabbi Pinchas ben Yair was traveling for Pidyon Shvuim. And we find many stories in the Gemara in which Rabbi Pinchas ben Yair was actually busy with Pidyon Shvuim. Which, by the way, just to spend the two minutes on the concept of Pidyon Shvuim, Pidyon Shvuim is one of the greatest chasadim. And the reason he's such a big gemilus chesed is because one puts himself in danger. When you go for Pidyon Shvuim and you're trying to intervene in order to save people from being uh, captives, um, you're actually putting yourself in danger as well. We find that Avram Avinu did this. This was the first Maaseh Chesed of Avram Avinu that we hear about is actually when Avram Avinu um, ran and fought the, um, the kings in order to save Lot and whoever else was there taken captive. And what is it that it's such a great, great Chesed is because you're really going out of your comfort zone, putting yourself in danger, putting yourself out in order to help another person. So definitely something requires more effort than just throwing some money to a person. And Pichas ben was doing this a lot. His Avaida was very much into Pidyan Shvuim. So as he was traveling, Pagabe Beginayinar, he met, which means on his way, he got to um, a river called uh, Ginai. And there was no bridges, of course. You know? So, it was an issue. It was pretty difficult to be able to cross a river. Basically, you would have to wait to see if there is somebody passing by a boat and try to, you know, motion to the boat to come by and then he would take you to the other side if they would agree and so on. It's pretty much of, a, of an issue. Once you reach a river in those days, you were kind of stuck. Amarlei, but being the Rabbi, Rabbi Pichas Ben Yair was traveling for Pidyon Shvuim, he had no time to waste. So he tells the, he tells the river, Ginai, chloikli meimach. Calls the river by the name and he says, split your water for me. Ve'ever bach, so I could cross. Amar so the river answers Rabbi Chazen Yair, Ata oilech lasos en koinachov, ani oilech lasos en koini. You are going to do Hashem's Ratzen, you're going to do a mitzvah. Mitzvah of Pidyon Shvuim. And I am also doing Hashem's Ratzen. Hashem told me to flow. Ata safek oise, safek i ata oise, there is a safek whether you will succeed in doing Hashem's Ratzen. Right? You may get over there and offer all the money you want and the, the captors will say no way. So you didn't succeed. So for you, 
that you are going to do Hashem's Ratzon, Zani Yisafek. However, Ani Vada Yoise. But me, says the river, I am definitely going Hashem's Ratzon. Hashem told me to flow, I'm flowing. So then, why should I um, break from doing Hashem's Ratzon in order for you that there is a Suffolk whether you're going to do Hashem's Ratzon? Amar Le answers Rabbi Pichas ben Yair, Im if you are not going to split, I am decreeing that no water will go through you, ever. Who said that? Tells the river. If you're not going to split up, then I'm going to dry you out forever. Right? He's not saying, uh, I'm going to force Kiras uh, Yamsuf, like uh, an opening, a splitting of the river, and I'm going to cross by anyway, so you might as well listen to me and do it. He says, no, no. If you're not going to listen, if you're not going to split on your own, I am going to dry you out forever. In a way, even saying as if it was Lemafreya, like, there was never any water through you. Chalakle. So then the river don't want to mess, Right? With the tzaddik, so the river split. So he crosses, but then there was a man that was also traveling along, and he was carrying wheat for Pesach, wheat for the matzes. Open for this one again, uh, also the mitzvah asik. Because he's busy doing a mitzvah. He's carrying the wheat to make matzahs. Chalakle. So it opened. Hava utaya. There was an Arab merchant who was also traveling along with his wares. Amar lechlokle nami lehai. Says Rabbi Chazminyer to the river, open for this one as well. So people shouldn't say, that's how we treat the people who accompany tzaddikim. Well, what do you say? He says, open up for the Arab merchant who was traveling with us. So he shouldn't say that he was treated unfairly. That only the nest happens to the tzaddik and to the other Jew that was doing a mitzvah. You asked the word to split. The yeah, he asked for him, and then he asked for the one with the, with the Pesach, and then he asked for the Arab merchant. So the Arab merchant shouldn't say, I was, I was traveling along with them, and they didn't treat me well. Okay, imagine when you're traveling, and then you're not waiting for the stop at the rest stop, and then you're not waiting for the other guy who was with you in the car, right? It's not right, you know? Chalakle. So the river opened for that person as well. Amar Rav Yosef, Kamanafish Gavro, Mimoshe, Veshishin, Veshizriven. How much this great this man is greater than Moshe and the Shishim Riboy? They lose some Chad Zimna. Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef was one of the one of the the. the People from the Gemara, from the Amoraim, when he heard that story, he says, How greater is this man than Moshe? 
Moshe and Shishim Ribai, 600,000 Jews crossed the river, crossed the, the, the Yamsuf. Chadzimna. There was one Kriyas Yamsuf, and Moshe and Shishim Ribai passed by. Vehacha, Klata Zimnim. Over here, three times the river opened. For the Jew carrying the, the wheat for the matzah and for the Arab merchant traveling along with them. So then the Gemara says, How do you know that they opened up three times? Maybe over here also the river opened one time and Rabbi Chazben Yair says, Remain open because this man's carrying matzahs. Remain open because this man is, is uh, traveling along with us. At least you could say he is as great as Moshe and Shishim Riboy. Even though he was by himself with his two other people, he got the same ness that was normally performed for Moshe Rabbeinu and 600,000 Jews. And he was just him and his donkey and the other two guys. So, <clears throat> the story continues, it's, uh, it's not part of the discussion, but I'll tell you the rest of the story, that the uh, story continues, and they stopped on the way to the Piran Shvuim, he stopped in the place, and uh, the donkey didn't want to, you know, the donkey went into the, the barn, and he went into the inn, and the innkeeper tells him the donkey doesn't want to eat, he's not eating, whatever we gave him, he can't continue traveling without resting and eating. So Chazminer says, probably because you fed him something that you didn't take to and Meiser, and he doesn't eat unless, uh, ah, his potter is an animal. It's not. Be'emosom shel tzadikim. The behemoth of a tzadik is also careful on eating something in which all the trume, Meiser, and so on was taken before eating it. So that's why he wasn't eating. Anyway, let's go back to uh, the story and let's try to compare it a little bit with the Maise of uh, Kiyas Yamsuf. Uh, one question. When it says, how do you um, know it opens three times? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe it opened once and it remained open. So right. what's the answer? The answer is okay, fine. Even if it's this, you will say that he is as great as Moshe and Shishim Riba. Not greater than Moshe. For Moshe and for him, it was open one time. But the difference is that that was Moshe and 600,000. Here is Jezreel, Pichas, Ben Yair, and the donkey and another two guys. One of them being an Arab. Right? So how do you explain all the questions that he asked? Like, can you open again? Can you open again? If it was already open? Right, so he would say, according to the second opinion, it means that he told them, remain open, because this guy also has to cross. You know? Now, <clears throat> the Maggid explains, there is a Lushen that says, you know, and over here the Gemara is using, Maggid is asking, Hashem's Ratzen. 
So let's explain a little bit what's happening. What is the Hashem's Ratzen? The, the question is, Hashem's Ratzen is something that is very difficult to grasp. By humans for sure, and definitely by a river. So here comes the, the what is the Pshat over here? The river is telling Yair, Hashem made a... Hashem told me to, 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 to flow. What Hashem made Masabrishis, He says, let there be, you know, Yikavu Amayim and so on. And He instilled in, into the waters that, that property to flow and the rivers should flow and so on. So maybe He says, Oisim Devoroi. Hashem's word. Asres He created the world. He, he said like this. What does it mean, Ratzoin? So to explain this, let's go back. Remember, I was telling you the Tanai HaKadosh Baruch Hu made with, um, with uh, the Tanai HaKadosh Baruch Hu made with the Yamsuf. The question that we could ask, actually is, a, is the first question that Magid is asking, is the answer of Pichas Ben Yair it wasn't really adequate. The question that the river gave was a good, valid question. Right? He says, why should I split for you and stop doing Hashem's Ratzen? You're forcing me to stop doing Hashem's Ratzen because maybe you will be doing Hashem's Ratzen. And what did he answer? He said, you better do it or else I'll dry you off. He forced him. He didn't explain. He didn't answer the question. And the question is a good question. It's a valid question that the Nahar had. Ben Yair is not answering the question. He's just saying, well, if you're not going to open a gozreni alechoi, I'm going to make a decree and you'll dry out. So he answers exactly based on what we said with the Tanai of the Yamsuf. Kadosh Baruch Hu created the world with the Tanai. And in the same way that he created the Yamsuf with the Tnai that Moshe comes in, they will need to, it will need to, uh, to, to split open. Or else, if you're not Mekayim the Tnai, you have no reason to exist. I created you on a condition. If that condition is not fulfilled, your creation is cancelled. Because the whole creation was based on that condition. So the same, the Magid says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu made at the time of Bria Sa'ilom a condition with the river. And the condition was that when Rabbi Pichas Ben Yair is going to go through and you're going to need to split. Why? Because the Abish they created the world for the sake of the Yidden to do Torah Mitzvahs. Right? Bishvila And any time a yid needs something to change in Masebereshis in order for him to be able to be Mekayim Torah Mitzvah, that whole world has to change for him. So, therefore, the fact that Rabbi Yair needed this river to split open for him to be able to cross and do the mitzvah of Pidyon Shvuim. That was a condition upon which this river was created. Now, if the river refuses to split open, 
the, the river has no reason to exist. Why? Because the Abishta created the world for the sake of the Yidin to do mitzvahs. So if something in the world is there as an obstacle, it's got to move. So that's the convincing that Rabbi is, is answering. The river is not forcing him to split. He's telling him, what are you saying? You're for sure doing Ratzon Shel Mokim. And I'm maybe doing Ratzon Shel Mokim. But I take precedence over you because you were created for me to do Ratzon Shel Mokim. Ratzon Kaini. So why is it really convinced that the Ratzon is going to flow? So that's when, when he understood this. In, in other words, by saying, Rabbi Ben Yair made it clear that the whole water flowing is only, is, is only there on condition. The river needed to be reminded. Because here's the thing. He could have said, I'm going to split, I'm, if you're not going to split open, I'm going to split you open by force. He didn't say that. He went much further. He said, I'm going to dry you out as if never water ever went through you. Why did he need to go that far? It's because he's explaining the whole reason of existing of anything in the world, the whole Gashmi Sailam, is only there for you to do mitzvahs. And if you are going to be an obstacle, that means you're not fulfilling your condition for which you were created. And if that's the case, you're going to be bottled. You're going to be annulled. You don't exist anymore. Not only from now on, there's not going to be water, but as if you were never, never created. Now, I just want to go back to what I was talking about before, the fact that he's going for Pidyon Shvuim. And this is an information that they're giving us in the Gemara, Nothing is given just in vain, you know, like might as well tell you the background of the story. If the background is being mentioned here is because it is part of our understanding, explaining the story. I told you before that the concept of the concept of Kies Yamsuf is a Gilui of Alma de Iskassia. Now, I want to compare this to Pidyon Shvuim. Beruch Nies, Be'avayda, Pidyon Shvuim is Da'avayda Sabirurim. Everything Gashmi is only there because there is some Nitzutzes that are in there and they need to be refined and elevated and brought back up to the source. This Kedusha that fell into the Gashmizdiki things need to be elevated by the Jew using this Gashmizdiki thing for a mitzvah, for the Abish's sake. Until this happens, these Nitzutzes are captive in the Gashmizdiki. Aldech with the Guf and the Neshama. Pidyon Shvuim is to go and redeem these Nitzutzes from captivity into the Klippes. Elevate them, use them for the right purpose. Your ability to see that, that's a Kiyas Yamsuf. Kiyas Yamsuf, the Gilui of Alma de Iskassia. 
The fact, and I was describing this to you earlier today in the class, that the fact that when you look at the, something Gashmi and all you see is the Gashmias of it, and you don't see the Kaya Heloki that is Mechaya this thing, you don't see the true purpose why this thing is here in front of you, that's because everything that, that you don't see is held captive inside of it. The Gilui of this, the Gilui is for you to realize that. For you to realize that there is a, a, a spiritual purpose for anything Gashmi that you encounter. When you do this Pidyon Shvuim, when you redeem those Nitzutzes, is because now it became clear to you. You are Megale Dalmadeiskasya. So you see over here the relationship between the Avaida of Pinyon Shvuim and Kriyas Yamsuf. Which Pichas Ben Yair is going on Pidyon Shvuim wasn't just a prat in the story, and therefore the Gemara tells us where he was going. But that is the point and the message of the story. The point of this whole Maise is that we have to do Pidyon Shvuim. And this is the, the concept of Oisin Ratsoin Oisha Ratsoin Koincha, Oisa Ratsoin Koini, Oisim Ratsoin Oishal Mokem, doing Hashem's Ratsen. I asked you before, what does it mean doing Hashem's Ratsen? Why not doing Hashem's words? The river was created in my Sebereshis through Advar Hashem. And by flowing is Mekayim, Hashem's word. What does it mean, Ritzoinoi? It's as if you are creating, although the concept of Yehi Ratzen, you're creating a new Ratzen by the Eivishter. Tzadik, it says, Tzadik Goizer, Kadosh Bochu Mekayem, or Kadosh Bochu Goizer, Vitzadik Mevatel. Those are two Lishainas. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Goizer V'Tzadik Mevatel HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Goizer that the river flows That's how he created the world Comes with Pichas Ben Yair is in Mevatel this Gzerah of the Eivishter Is that right? Maybe Hashem should be He's not worthy because if the point of the river is that it's going to split then he's not worthy Exactly, so if the whole reason was in order for it to split and the river is not about Prira. What is the Inyan? What is the Chiddush then? The Ebesha created in such a way for Ebuchas Ben Yair to come through his Avaida and be Mechadesh Arotzen by the Ebesha. And the Rebbe brings a marshal that a father who tells a pilpul to his son. And his son is listening. And then, because he's so smart, he refutes whatever the father says. And he tells him, what you said here doesn't make sense because it says in different Gemara, this and that. Is the father upset? His son just refuted his whole big Chochmah. No, his father is even happier. His father is, is very proud that he was able through his pilpul be such a great Chochmah by the son. So this is the Nachas Ruach that we do to the Eivishter. 
That's why he says, You are making a rotsen by the Eibishter. You are bringing the Eibishter uh, by revealing what is the true purpose of, cre purpose of creation. In other words, that concept of Pidyon Shvuim, which is the Gilui of Alma de Iskassia. And then the Indian is that as any story, this story has a message for us. Not only this Narinoi was created with the condition that when the Yidden are going to need to go do a mitzvah, you have to change your nature and make it possible for him, for them. No. But anything in Oilamazeh, the whole entire Oilamazeh was created for Yidden to do mitzvahs. But it's not obvious. It appears to be very, very different. I'm going to discuss here a river, an ocean. You see water, you don't see what's underneath. You see an obstacle to Avedis Hashem, you don't see a tool for Avedis Hashem. That is only a dimyon. That's only an appearance, an illusion. It appears to be that there is only water and nothing underneath. That's because you don't see what's underneath. It appears to be that Oilam is an obstacle. And Gashmi Sailam is preventing you from doing Hashem's Ratzen. You, your job is Pidyon Shvuim. So if on your way to Pidyon Shvuim, the Birani Tzutzes, you encounter something that seems to be a big river that's going to prevent you from going forward in your shliches. You, you don't get deterred. You tell the river, why were you created? You were created on condition that when I need you to change your nature, you will. So any gash mizdiki obstacle, obstacle that comes to you in your pidyon shvuim, in your avedasabihurim, You have to look at it the way Rabbi look at the river. Why are you created, Bichlal? So I could use you for Torah mitzvahs. Now get out of my way. Or else I have no purpose. And this was the reason also for the Jew that was walking with the matzahs. Doing a mitzvah. Not only a great tzaddik. Rosmin Yair deserves it. But Ayid, busy with the mitzvah, has the same right as a great tzaddik of Rosmin Yair for the river to open up for him. Then you could ask, well, if that's the case and there was a condition, why isn't it automatic. When you're walking, Rebchaz Ben Yair was walking to Pidyon Shvuim. He got to the river. The river knows there is a condition why it was created. As soon as he got there, the river should have split itself. He needed a whole discussion. Rebchaz Ben Yair saying split open. And we'll go back to Kiyas Yamsuf itself. If the whole Yamsuf was created on condition that when the Yidden are coming, it will split open, why did it wait 
for Nachshan to walk in there until he had water to his mouth. Why didn't open by itself? He's not coming. And you know the story, they, they, they split into four groups of different shittas of what are we going to do now that we have the ocean in front of us and the Mitzrim behind us. Come on, Yadatnai, open up. So the Rebbe says, that river is only there, and that Yamsuf was only there, to be me'orer bayaz the koyach of Misrus Nefesh. So when you view, when you see such an obstacle, don't view it as your enemy. It's impossible to go forward. Look at it as a reminder that you have to apply your Misrus Nefesh. He was waiting. He was waiting for a Nachshan. And the Rebbe goes further. He says that if Nachshan knew of the Tanai, there would be no Misrus Nefesh. Nachshan would have said, no, let's go, Hebre. Nachshan didn't know of the Tanai. So the fact that it didn't split open is because it, it needs to be me'orer bayos. This tenuah of Misrus Nefesh, because that Misrus Nefesh actually propels us in our Aveda. That we go out completely of ourselves, we're not doing it mitzatam vedas, we're not doing it for ourselves, we're doing it for the Eivishter. And the same with the, with, with the, with the discussion that President Yair was having with the river. The river, President Yair had to remind him, hey listen, this is at night. But that is because Rebbe Ben Yair needed to remain determined in his journey to Pidyon Shvuim. That determination came when the river was not splitting. So the same we have to view it in any obstacle that we have in our gash, in the gash Mizdiki obstacles that we see in front of you that stands there and seems to be pushing you away or stopping you, preventing you in advancing towards your Avedas Abirurim, towards your Pidyon Shvuim. It's only, it's there only to be Mesus Nefesh. You go and you'll be fine. It's easy to say when we bring as a proof a Maise with Pichas Ben Yair, Moshe Rabbeinu, Nachshan. What is it with us? So the Rebbe says we're not worse than the Arab merchant. What was the whole merit of the Arab merchant? I was traveling with them. Traveling along. B'nai Levia. The traveling party, as they call it. We are traveling along with the Rebbe Nasidoreinu. And even if we are not at the level of having the schus for all this ministry to open up in front of us, but we are walking along. We are walking along, walking along with the with the You know, we could say, I'm not sure if we're better than the, the donkey because the donkey was careful of what he eats. You know, so, I'm not sure. Maybe the donkey is better than us. I don't know, but maybe that's why the Rebbe the Sikha said, we're for sure not worse than the Arab merchant. Whose only schus was the Bnei Levi of Rebbe Hasben Yair. We are the Bnei Levi of the Rebbe Nasidorenu. So therefore... Why are we better than the Arab? If we're doing the same thing. We're following the... Ah, why are we better? Because why? we... 
Why are we better? We're not worse than him. We're not worse than him, basically. First of all, we also have the shlichus of doing mitzvahs, and therefore the whole world is created for us to be able to fulfill Hashem's ratzah. So that gives us the right to, to tell the river or any other gashmitsiki thing, uh, hello, I, I've got a job to do, move on, right? But even if we don't see this begilui, but as long as we're traveling along, which means we're following in the Rebbe's, uh, the, the Rebbe's Adroche, so then we get uh, the strength to overcome all the Lemes Vesterim, all those concealment. Alma de Iskasia. That all those obstacles open up to us the way it opened to Abichas Ben Yair. And then what happened? What happened after this river opened up to us in the schus of being the Rebbe's Bnei Leviya, the accompanying party, we continue our journey. Our journey of Pidyon Shvuim. Pidyon Shvuim, which is the fact that not only gathering all the nitzutzes that are Beshivya, captive in the rest of the world and therefore bringing about the Geula. But not only that, but the Geula also, the Pidyon Shvuim of Mekabetz Nitre Yisroel, that the Ebeshter will then gather all the Yidden that are captive throughout the world, Madoch, that are captive in a spiritual Captivity.